for the Steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Stig Shapiro. I was voted Andy Spring third place dad of the year. Sandra Golden. I walk in there and I'm like, I have arrived. And this is it. Rusty Menzel. That's a mama loves you game. That's the only people watching that is your mom. And Drew Butler. When I grow up, I want to be Mike Bell. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome. A little late, yes. I'll make sure I give Bo the, uh, you know, the hard glare walking through the hallway uh, as we get into our show. But they had a great interview with Brandon Marshall and Cam Newton, so we apologize. Cam Newton, former NFL MVP. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Um, so, and an uh, impressive hat collection, I yeah, guess. Yeah, he's a personality for sure. Atlanta's own, right? Where did Cam go to? Uh, where did he go to high school? Westlake, right? Westlake. All right. Fascinating. Cam's my career. age. Fascinating life and career. The uh, journey of Cam Newton. How are you, sir? Great, Drew Butler. Man. Drew Butler is here. I apologize. Uh, could we didn't do a handoff, right? We did not do a handoff. I'm here. Sandy and I swapped out this week, um, and I'm fantastic. I'm in full holiday mode. So you did the New York City New York at Christmas, right? It was awesome. Um, We took all the girls up there last weekend. My wife, Jackie, she crushed it. She used to live up there. She worked in New York for three and a half, four years. She worked on the Today Show? Yeah, she did. So she lived right there at Central Park South. She worked in 30 Rock. Right out of college, and she worked at the Today Show. Man, she worked for Jimmy Fallon. She worked at SNL. It was awesome. So I can't tell you how many friends I have whose kids are graduating college who just are heading. They're like, we we got to do the New York experience, right? So we did Radio City Rockettes, which was unbelievable. The girls loved it, got them all dressed up. We did the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center, which is gorgeous. You know, all of the light shows up and down Fifth Avenue were awesome. You know, they shut down... On the weekends now, for uh, because it's getting so crowded, they're shutting down some of those avenues where you can go window shopping, right? Yeah. So uh, create more access. Walked all through Central Park, saw the plaza, had brunches, did a dinner in the East Village. We did it all. We had an absolute blast. Two days, right? Two days. We went Thursday morning. We got back Saturday evening, and then Sunday, man, we it was hard to get off the couch. So your little one's how old? One. Right. So five, three, and one. And they Does crushed Does a one-year-old it. know what's going on? She loved it. She was, she was all about <laughs> Looking it. Looking at horse so. and ho- Do you go see horses over at Central so Park? So we, we tried buddies? to get a horse in Central Park. We ended up taking one of those bike taxis, like the rickshaw. Yeah. So we walked way deep into Central Park, yeah. all the way to Bow Bridge, which is actually where I uh, proposed to Jackie wow. in 2014. Look at you. And then we took a bike taxi all the way through, and the bike taxi guy's showing us videos of Elf and Home Alone and... All of the Christmas movies that are filmed in Central Park, and the girls loved it. So, so where uh, where does Elf rank? In I think Elf's an, a hilarious movie. 20 years old this year. You know, that came out in 2003. Dude. That was We were in ninth grade then. I, I, I can't even. It's hilarious. When people talk Home Alone versus Elf, it's not even. Like, I hate slapstick comedy, by the way, anyway. Like, and I, there's no depth to that movie. Elf is a phenomenal piece of filmmaking. No phenomenal. question about it. And There's I heard tremendous, creative, great plot, incredible performances by Will Ferrell. Dude, it's funny timeless. as hell, dude. It's I heard just, Tiffany Blackman on the morning shift, I believe earlier this week, says she doesn't like anything with Will Ferrell in it. And I'm like, that's a non-starter well, for me. Like, Tiffany, be, we can't be, hard. be friends Yeah, now. it's going to be hard. I'll be cordial to you, but we <laughs> cannot be friends. I mean, dude, he I, that might be the most. He's done a lot of great roles, 
But Al, I am a. Uh, this Jew stands right here and raises his hand <laughs> and says, "When it comes to Christmas movies, it's phenomenal. This elf is absolutely at the top of top of the heap." Anyway, let's do our nine at nine. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. Nine, nine. on the Steakhouse Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. All right, uh, Hawks in trouble. There's no other way to put it. They're five games below five hundred. It, we talked about a day-day yesterday. Like, you're getting into a hole that you're not going to be able to climb yourself out of because you don't have the talent to rip off 12 out of 14. You just don't. And the Eastern Conference, if you want to know about the Eastern Conference, turn on the Pacers and the Bucks last night. That's its own story. Pacers, Bucks, Celtics, Knicks, uh, Brooklyn, all these teams, Miami, 76ers, 76ers. Joel went for 41 and 11. They're last all night. ahead of us, and now we're five games under. Toronto's ahead of us. Last night, eight straight threes for Toronto in the third. Uh, they shoot 55% from the three, and you lose another game. Yeah, they- you're at Toronto on Friday, and then I don't want to put this out into the universe, but the Pistons, who have lost 21 straight games, will be in Atlanta on Monday night. Hawks need to win that game. Yeah, I don't think Tony Ressler had this in mind with Quinn Snyder and company that you'd be sitting where you are. Bad loss last night for the Hawks, and I think they end the losing streak maybe coming up. Hard to beat teams two two times in a row. It's one of those home-home deals, but we shall see. Atlanta United, uh, any news there? Why is this? Is this worth mentioning, Day-Day, this Atlanta United? Yeah, uh, the keeper. Is that because it's Hanukkah time? Josh (laughs) Cohen has been signed. Uh, from Maccabi Haifa in Israel. Uh, he earned Player of the Year two years ago. He's been signed as the new goalkeeper for Atlanta United. Why I just went with that story? He's a good mensch. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of quick notes. Uh, Kirby Smart making his rounds in the helicopter. Yes, it was at Douglas County High School and GHSA State title games as well. Let's mention the GSA uh, title games. The big one last night, so many folks watching, where Milton upsets Walton. Yeah, Walton was 14-0, and highly favored probably by every metric possible. And Milton, with a pick six late to win, 31-21. to I think the number on that game is going to be crazy. I've talked to folks around TV in Atlanta. It's like, you have Peachtree TV and Georgia Public Television. Like, the numbers on high school games, especially the finals, especially Mercedes-Benz, especially last night when there was no real sports competing with. Hawks had already ended when that game was yeah. playing itself out, right? It was awesome. Uh, one of the highlights of that game last night ended up on SportsCenter's Top 10. Back in the Benz, great crowds. I liked how GPB put them on the weekdays as well, so you had action from about really 2 p.m. to 11 p.m. every really day, Monday fun. through Wednesday. A uh, couple of other quick notes. Falcons getting ready for Carolina. Um, Drew Butler, <laughs> God bless this guy. He's already getting after the, the Falcons. Uh, in our pre-show meeting. Just buyer beware. It's a division game. It's on the road. I think the writing's on the wall. You're telling me that you think they're going to lose this Sunday. There's a chance. Well, obviously yes. it's only three-point spread, so it would be not even close to a huge I'll upset. just get this out of the way, and we'll discuss it throughout the show. I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to lose the game on Sunday. Well, I would say this. Arthur Smith needs to avoid Arthur Blank at all costs because that will not be a pretty scene after the game. I'll give you my reasons why. I'm not a hater. I'll give you my reasons why. When we come back, Draymond Green, real simple. Troubled individual or person that just thinks rules do not apply to him. A fascinating look at a league that has said, we have had enough. We'll get into the Draymond story. Charles Barkley reacts. 
Lots more on the way. It's the fastest two hours in radio. He's Drew Butler. My name is Steak. It's the Steakhouse Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. More of the Steakhouse on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Nine twenty-five, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. My name is Steak. That's Drew Butler. It's the Steakhouse. Nine o'clock hours brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment. Life-changing results. AdvancedHair.com. We will talk about why Drew Butler has a bad feeling about the Falcons this weekend in Carolina. That's coming up probably in about 12 minutes. But this guy's a cynic when it comes to the Falcons. I will say that. Maybe a realist. realist. Maybe a realist. I'd say somewhat of a cynic, but we'll get into that as well. And um, Division games on the road in December are hard to win. The Falcons' offensive line is banged up. The only strength the Carolina Panthers have is their defensive line. Desmond Ritter has shown that he can't really you, take care of the football. Okay, you, you're going to bet on the. You're going to bet if you had to bet. I'll take three about, points. I'll see if it goes to three and a you'll half. You'll take I, the three yeah, and take you'll take Carolina. The Falcons you're on the ballsy, road, dude. No, I, I get it, man. If they lose this game, it's over. Like their season's over. If they yeah. can't beat Carolina at Carolina, well, then they what? Indy, Chicago, New Orleans. Is that the rest of their season? I think. Is that what it is, Day Day? Indy, Chicago, New Orleans. Their last. I don't want to completely railroad this segment, but. I just don't have a good feeling. I didn't. Ha- I had that feeling. The NFC South, the worst winning percentage for any division in NFL history. Look at the Falcons' schedule. Look at the quarterbacks they have played and lost to. It's just not a good trend, Stake. And I don't have a lot of optimism for the Sunday. The Falcons. And are, I'm getting text messages right now. The fa- my my the boss, fa- who's a huge Falcons fan, I know you. Text me, and what he texts me, I cannot read over the airwaves. Listen, listen, he's not happy with me. Listen, and I just said I'm sorry. Listen. I got to shoot you straight. The Falcons are a run-of-the-mill NFL team. They're not a bad team. They don't earn the right to say they're a good team. They're a run-of-the-mill team. There's a lot of teams like them. That's not what we were promised. So they're not a bad football team. And if you lose to the Carolina Panthers, and if you get to 6-8, and eight, we may start calling you a bad football team, right? Especially right. given That's their fair. schedule. So let's see how it plays out. I want to talk to you about Draymond Green. Um, you know... This is a cumulative result, right? All players are not judged equally when they rear back and punch somebody in the face, which is essentially what Draymond did the other night. Roundhouse haymaker. Yeah, to Nurchik, right? Correct. Um, So This is third ejection of the season. Of the season. And the season started about eight weeks ago. The, the The first or second was the Rudy Gobert chokehold. The first, well, so it's his third of the years yeah, they're, is how they're saying that. it. But the first one, so the first one technically is the stomp on the chest of. From last year. From the, in April, I guess it was April. Yeah, the playoffs. Uh, so that's technically, that's they're counting that as the first of the year. They, they're phrasing it more it like calendar year. It says his first year. came after he picked up two technical fouls against the Cleveland Cavaliers on November 11th. His second occurred against the Minnesota Timberwolves when he put Rudy oh, Gobert into yeah, a headlock. Yeah, you're right, Drew. He, he threw the ball at somebody's head. And here's the best part. And, and I just had to reread this sentence from ESPN.com. Draymond Green's three ejections are tied for his most in a season. Not the most in a season. His most in a season. So this is a repeat offender. He is unhinged. Go back and he cold-cocked his own teammate at practice, Jordan Poole, in the face. 
the guy's lost it. Yeah, I mean, Suspended it, it, he's kind of a fascinating figure because he's very intelligent. Um, he is extremely thoughtful and entertaining when you see him away from the court, especially when he's doing commentary for TNT. But he has, and he's an incredible player for a coach because I mean, a four-time uh, NBA champion. He's totally unselfish. He loves to play defense. He's a great rebounder and passer, and he's won four NBA titles. Highly passionate. How, yeah. However, yeah, plays hard every night. However, however. Uh, what's going on now with Draymond Green? Adam Silver is simply over it. And for the group that owns the Warriors, who, by the way, don't mess around, are like, they're bad anyway. They're done. Like, the Warriors have no shot. The Chris Paul thing is not, you know, Jordan Poole's the gone. The conglomerate of tech billionaires yeah. and the Warriors. Yeah. They, they're just like, you know, you're having you down for 10, 15, 20 games Right, we're over it. We made a commitment to bring you back. This is how you're repaying us, um, dude. He's been ejected 18 times in his career. In what world can you get complete, away with that? In he's professional a complete sports? loose cannon, right? He's a complete loose cannon. However, there's so much about his game that is appealing, and when I watch our Atlanta Hawks, huh. and I watch. The defensive effort and listening to Quinn Snyder. Do you have Quinn Snyder talking about them last night? Because the Raptors and everybody in, in basketball is running through us like we're not even there. Like I said, give Toronto credit. But, you know, I thought, you know, we had some breakdowns, but I thought our guys really competed and played. It's hard to say when a team scores that, but I thought we played good defense. And that's, you know, there's no solace in that when you when you lose. Um, certainly, the players don't feel that, but you know I think it's something that's that's relevant. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be nice because I'm a huge Hawks fan and I have a lot of friends over there. I'm gonna try to be nice. Um, I thought that we played good defense. They shot 55 percent from the floor. They hit eight straight threes. You, I think you're the second or third worst team defensively in the NBA. You have absolutely no rim presence whatsoever in Minakongu and Clint Capella, who's just old. Like, are you seriously, Quinn Snyder, going to sit up on that podium and use the words, I thought we played good defense after, what was what was the, uh, what they score, 135? That's right. Okay. So I wish we had some dog in us. Now, there's a fine line between Draymond and having a dog that gets after it. But when Draymond plays under control, and this is still, you know, we'll get back to Draymond Green, but, like, we have nobody to send any. We've got a night, you know, we've got a bunch of nice guys. Bogdanovich drilling threes. Trey Young putting up 17 assists and 30-something points. Um, you know Mecca Okongu, who now they're proud that he took five threes last night? Do you know he was the, is this right, Day-Day? The sixth pick in the draft, Okongu, right? That's called Lottery yes. Central. Dondre Hunter was the third pick or fourth pick in the draft, right? Like, you want to know why we're sitting where we are? True. Akongu's the sixth pick in the draft. Sixth. Okay? What is that guy? What is he, a nice bench player? Yeah, non now they want, Yeah, now they want him to start shooting threes. Um, Dondre Hunter, you know, I can count on him as about as much as I can count on the 36-year-old guy down at the uh, uh, at the concourse playing hoops at 11 a.m. 
Some days he'll, he, you know, he comes in and he drills threes, and the next day he's hung over as hell. I'm not telling you, <laughs> Dondre Hunter is is that, but he, that's how I count on him. The same Up every down. other game, every other game, uh, you know, Billy's ready to go. So I've watched I watch every Quinn Snyder post game press conference because I'm kind of fascinated with those red glasses, and he's talking. He's, he's, he just has a very he sounds like a professor in college the way he talks to you. I just, but um, but. I'm tired of hearing about effort and defense. I'm not. There's no anger. There Jaylen, is a fine line, though. You talk is about Jalen Johnson, Giannis, Uncatatumpo. Uh, uh, because last I checked, we're talking about Jalen Johnson's absence, like he's about to be first team All NBA. I mean, that that's not the case whatsoever. Right. So, what do you think about Draymond Green? How long should that suspension be? I, I think indefinitely is is the right approach. I know you guys were talking about it yesterday. Would ten or twenty games be too much? You said, ah, maybe. And Dede was saying, no, I mean, you have to levy the hammer in this instance. Yeah, you just gave us the numbers. 18 in his career. The third time this year. Guys, the the season started two months ago. Right. I mean, he's unhinged. He's he's choking out Rudy Gobert like he said something like, you know, uh, uh, like in the offseason, he saw him at a bar and he said something about his mommy. And he's choking him like there's some vendetta. Then, he, then he's trying to explain he didn't mean to punch the guy. But you talk about Draymond, and you talk about his career trajectory after basketball. Yeah. And by all accounts, he's going to be on TV. Will, will, the, well, public, a, will yeah. the public look at him differently when he's on TV and be like, this guy's crazy. Why, why is he on my television? I don't I, know. That's just a thought I have. I, I think that his TV persona is so good, Drew. I agree with it's you. It's so good that I think you'll be like, that was Draymond as a player. And I think he's the heir apparent. Listen, it's the greatest studio show in the history yes. of sport in the history of sports. Yes. Never been anything. There's no one Shaq, B, Barkley, one C. Kenny, Ernie of all inside time. the NBA. Absolutely. And Ernie just got in the uh sports, sports Hall broadcasters of- Hall of Fame. Okay. Go dogs. But, but I watched the other night Jamal Crawford, Grant Hill, and Vince Carter, and it was like Wow. Yeah, I mean like, Draymond has the personality to fill in for one of those seats. And that's and not taking anything away from those guys. It just shows how good. So I think Draymond's still going to be that guy. The but Adam Silver's done. They are done with him. Like, no, there's no. I love how it's like it's almost the punishment of like, you know, like, oh, how long are you grounded for? Indefinitely, right? That happened to me a couple times. You had an indefinitely? From my parents? What could you have yeah. done? What could you have done to get that kind of. Can we just say? Growing up with a couple of sisters, being mean, oh. talking back to my mom, KB wow. would lay down the hammer. Hey, when we come back, uh, why the numbers we keep hearing about for Dylan Rayola and NIL and Carson Beck, one guy knows. It's Drew Butler. He's going to tell you, you just don't know what you're talking about. He'll make it clear. Also, uh, crazy night at high school football in Georgia. Talk about that and lots more on the way. The 9 o'clock hour on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Now back to more of The Steakhouse. On Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Nine forty four. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Stake Shapiro. Drew Butler. 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment. 
life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Tonight um, is, it's a big, it's a big holiday party night. And I know if you're living in Milton or you're living in Alpharetta or you're living in Dunwoody or Stone Mountain or Peachtree City or Norcross or Villarica, whatever it is, you all have your downtowns. You all know that there's action and there's beautiful Christmas lights and decorations. And there's an energy and a buzz in restaurants and bars. There's a celebratory thing happening starting at like 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon yep. where you start to see there's an office party there and there's a girls get together over there and there's the neighborhood stuff over there. Well, Buckhead, say what you want about the great city of Atlanta. And, and you know, I, I love living in town. I love being in Buckhead. We all know there's been challenges, as a lot of big cities have had. But Buckhead and Atlanta really come alive this time of year. During the holidays, for sure. Yeah, it's just amazing. And tonight, I told Sandra, I, I, I went to the big, I went to the bullpen early. I was like, Sandy, you're going to have to hand her by or sell tomorrow because uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to be, you know, be a little banged up. Well, it's just not the night for me. I, I got two parties. I got two hours. I got two parties at Hal's tonight. Whoa. Two. So I have a, a great, a great uh, business partner of, uh, of our company, Bread and Butter Content Studio. They're having a party for all these restaurateur owners here from, you know, uh, you know, there's a ton of big restaurant brands in town, Inspire Brands and all these others. Um, and, and, and that's going to be at Hal's. And then my wife has her own holiday party with her coworkers. And I convinced them to have it at house. To have it at house. Smart man. So I'm going to be like bouncing from you know playing both. Do rooms they know there. that you convinced them? Her her uh, well, she went to her her boss. And I was like, you know what I was thinking because her office is in Alpharetta. Why don't we do Buckhead? Yeah. Why don't we do House? Because we never leave Alpharetta. And he knew that something was up, you know. And finally, she had to be like, well. You know, if you want to see Mr. Steak, and yeah. I don't, you know, we're gonna be because I'm a big to... fan of the pop up bars, like the like the the, the restaurants cool. that just go yes. all out with the Christmas decor, or the ones that just appear that aren't even yeah. full time bars. That so all like truck sudden... and tap in downtown Duluth, yeah. which we always hit up. I mean, you walk in there and it looks like Christmas threw up in the place. Right. It's awesome. The yeah, kids yeah, yeah. can so go then, in there. You know, they got the indoor outdoor space. So it's great. T- tonight, um, it you know, Howl's is one of those places you walk in the famous steakhouse. No question. And it's going to be off the chain. I want to go there. Yeah. So soon. I'll be back and forth. My wife already made it clear. You get all your hellos in, but once it's my company party, you need to be at that table. You need to entertain. Lock, you need to. You, you need to locked be locked in. in. You need yeah. to be. You need to be in the middle. Right, you, you seen that? The heat. You seen the Curb Your Enthusiasm? Are you a middle? Yes. Where, where it, there's a famous scene about where, where they get seated. There's at a the guy seated party. in the middle of the table who's incredibly boring. And mid dinner, they go in the k- kitchen, and the woman who's having the uh, kit the uh, the dinner looks at Larry and goes, "Somebody else has to middle. <laughs> yeah. Like this guy can't middle." So Larry comes back into the dining room, <laughs> Such a good and he episode. tells, uh, "He's like, yeah, okay, you got you got to move." He's like, "What are you talking about, Larry? You're not a middle." You know, you, you, you can't middle. You're you're horrible. I'm a middle, right? So I, I'm not great at a lot of things, right? You know, I'm I'm not gonna you you're know a great middle. I'm man. not running a ten K tomorrow and I'm not gonna fix your your uh you know uh your engine problems, but I can middle. So put me in the middle of a table at twelve and I will get that thing going, right? Yes. I was born to be a middle and tonight I'm gonna be in that middle and I'm gonna do that I'm proud for of you. my wife. Yeah, thank you very much. Let's do the uh Let's do the college. It's time to tailgate. No, we tailgate. 
Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Kind of like being, kind of like being a point guard, right? You got to distribute a little to the left. You got to distribute. You got to get Shelly and her husband involved, involved right? Gotta get you gotta everybody get involved. involved. You got to get uh, uh, Billy down the end there. Get everybody some was touches. It, right. <laughs> get everybody some get touches. It. That's that's the actual, that's the best way to put it. If you're in the middle, you got to get everybody some touches. Yeah. Anyway, what do we got? Yesterday, the 2024 SEC football schedules were announced. So let's go through Georgia's. It was leaked a couple of weeks ago, but now it's official. Week one. Labor Day weekend, they're kicking off against Clemson right here in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, in the Aflac kickoff game. You think there won't be some good storylines heading into that do, one? Do you know how happy it makes this said talk show host that for the month of August or yes. much of it will be talking about Thank Clemson you, Gary Stoken. Thank and you, not, Gary Stoken. not UT yes. Martin. Likewise. And we, you and I talked about it. There's no way that Kirby could have the urgency with that group when your September was UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, and UAB. I, and UAB. Totally just, agree. Right? Totally now, agree. Now, remember you Oregon. You get locked in very quickly. Remember Oregon and Dan Lanning? Oh, yeah. Maybe one of the best games that Stetson Bennett and the Georgia offense has ever played was that game two years ago. No doubt. So, heading into the new 12-team college football playoff era, there will be two bye weeks next season. Georgia's off September 21st before they go to Tuscaloosa September 28th. That got announced yesterday as an official night game. 7.30 p.m. Eastern time kick. That game will be on ABC in Tuscaloosa. Their next bye week, of course, is October 26th, a little bit later before they head to Jacksonville to take on Florida November 2nd. The other notable game that we all knew was coming, Texas in Austin, October 19th. Last how, note how, here, though. Yeah. Alabama, Mississippi State, and Florida all have bye weeks before facing Georgia next year. Okay, but I mean, Alabama, they, you don't think that was intentional that of course, Alabama, and Georgia, Georgia has a bye week right. before that game as well? Of course. That's exactly what they did. Big game atmosphere. They're not going to deal with saving, calling, and saying, why are we playing whoever the week before Georgia when they're off? Um, I will say that the happiest folks in them parts are the folks at WSB TV. Remember, the WSB now has, ABC now has the SEC. That's right. um, so uh, they'll have all kinds of programming. But when you're thinking about your night or your 330 games, it'll be, no, it'll be night games yeah. on ABC. A big rumor picked up a ton of steam yesterday. It still has not been announced officially if Carson Beck will be returning for his last year at Georgia in 2024. What would make that discussion take this long? Well, his NIL compensation. Our esteemed colleagues right here at 92.9 The Game, Mike Bell and Carl Dukes, were tweeting about how supposedly, allegedly, Carson Beck and his camp are asking the University of Georgia for $4 million in NIL compensation. Let me just tell you one thing right now, and I know this to be a fact. Uh-oh. He's crumpling it up. That's not real. Right. Four million. If Carson Beck wanted four million dollars next year, you know what he'd do? He'd declare for the NFL draft. Now, will he be handsomely compensated if he does return? Yeah, of course, and he deserves that. Will it be in the remote stratosphere of four million dollars? Absolutely so not. Those it, figures are not real. Is anybody making north of two million in NIL from real endorsements? 
a Caleb Williams, a Shador Sanders, the gymnast Livy Dunn at LSU, yes, they most certainly are. From collective payments, literally come to this school, our donors will provide you this capital. I find that extremely hard to believe, and I've seen the statistics. I don't think that exists. It's a fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a woozy, it's a f- fairy dust. It doesn't exist. It's never landed. It is no matter. It's not on the elemental chart. Yeah. It's not real. Right. So don't even. So north of maybe a million dollars all in. Don't even perpetrate those rumors because they're not real. Any chance Dylan is not going to Nebraska? No, I think that is. That's a that done ship deal. is sailed. Like yep. Rusty Manziel says, he's supposed to be in Athens at practice on Saturday. He'll be in Lincoln, Nebraska on his official visit. So, one more thing to note. Yesterday, there was a court ruling in Ohio. The NCAA lost yet another hearing for the next two-week stake until December 27th. Any student-athlete can transfer for the second time, for the third time, for the fourth time if they want, and have immediate eligibility to play in 2024. So the transfer portal's been crazy. Now it's been thrown into a complete frenzy because there are no rules for the next two weeks. That's the tailgate. Thank you, my friend. When we come back, why your chubby Uncle Fred, who always, you know, kind of gets after it on Christmas, why he's not going to look the same this year. The weight loss drug bonanza that is changing America. How do I know? Oprah just talked about it. We'll talk about it when we come back with our listeners. Steak and Drew, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Now if you start to death, you'll just have yourself to blame, so eat it.